All right, uh, athlete chug off. Which athlete could you beat? Wade Boggs. <laughs> no, no, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it, bro. Not it's another always sunny reference, basically. Not yeah, happen, yeah. bro. <laughs> what do you say, boss hog? <laughs> I can I can chug a beer faster than any human being on the face of the planet. Now I gotta see I it. Guarantee that. I gotta see it, man. <laughs> I gotta see it. What's on tap? Welcome, everybody. Wow, that thing's still going. It goes forever, bro. (laughs) I didn't realize It's a long pour. Uh, Welcome, everybody, to Cup to Cup, What's on Tap. This is our special show where, uh, you know, we like to bring on a a brewer, owner, whatever, whatever, whatever we want uh, (laughs) from local breweries and... uh, and then let them tell their story about how they came about, what they're doing right now, what kind of beers, and kind of give us some pointers on things and stuff. Uh, so today, we have our boy Philip Maple, co-owner and brewmaster from Wicked Barley. What's up, guys? What's going on, Philip? Having me. Yeah, What's man. Um, for everybody that's not watching, uh, we'll we'll do some clips, bro. The mustache, bro. I got it. I'm, I'm not gonna stop talking about. It. It's a mean mustache, bro. You gotta rep it. And you don't look like a how weird, long? like sketchy dude with it. So, so my wife thinks I'm pretty sketch. Uh, <laughs> every year, me and a couple buddies, we do a, what's called a vacation, where we basically just go and get blackout at a different. We we do the same thing. Different venue, and every year we try to grow a mustache. So I'm hopefully COVID's not going to squash it. We're trying to go to Pittsburgh in October. So that's why I'm kind of, kind of grown out the, the caterpillar above my lip right now. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> How long did it take How you? Long you been? Yeah. Um, man, it's probably, I don't know, three months. I'm getting really old. So normally I rock a beard, but my beard's turned into like Santa. So I'm just, uh, <laughs> I trimmed it up just to the, to the mustache right now. <laughs> nice. 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 All right, so this is a corny question, but it is an awesome question, and we always usually uh, open up with it, is how the hell did you get um, to a situation where you're getting paid to drink? Well, I mean, it's not necessarily all all rosy. Like, I still do have some some daytime side jobs to help pay the bills just to make the business stronger mm-hmm. and uh, viable. But um, just kind of a, a hatred for the corporate world, honestly, and a love for craft beer. Um you know, my, my father was homebrewing back in the early 90s before craft beer was a thing. And he was doing it basically just because he was tired of Michelob and Budweiser as basically his only options. And he had traveled to Europe and saw, you know, how awesome beer could be. So he basically bought a Mr. Beer kit and just started diving into it. Like he's got like log books before like Beersmith. So he wow. log every single recipe, man. That's awesome. Yeah, like log, like, all right, well, the gravity was a little off. Um, next time I brew that brown ale, like, two day, two years down the road, I'll make sure, like, I adjust uh, just the grain ratio. So he um, he basically taught me um, as much as I know in terms of, like, recipe formulation to get so, me to the, being able to open up. Open up have recipe. you used any of those recipes? We have, actually, awesome. man. Yeah, dude. So I, awesome. obviously, obviously, some of them are tweaked just because they were, uh, they were on, like, a – 10 gallon system and we right. yeah. get to work on a 15 barrel system but yeah man and there's still some today that are part of our core that are like basically some of his recipes it's that's cool. awesome dude that's got to yeah, mean something cool. a little extra special to you oh it is it definitely is it really does he is. ever come in there and kind of judge it a little bit because my dad's a dick oh, yeah. he'd be he would judge he'd be like ah oh, dude this is good but nah, like, mine was you, better yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's 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 pretty low-key about it he brews with me every now and then he, he's getting there in age so we don't we don't brew together that much as much as we used to but it's really cool to to brew a big batch of beer with him and then you know sit down and talk about beer for a couple minutes before he uh goes under the couch <laughs> nice. yeah right <laughs> So is, cool. is it like you and your buddy? Like how, like, what do you mean by co-owner? Like how did this set up? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So my, my business partner is uh Tobin Turney. He's, um, I've known him, God, probably 20 years. He's actually married to my sister. So that's, that's how oh. I met him and started hanging out with him. And, um, we worked in it. We still, we still work in it on the side together. So we kind of, kind of knew how to work with each other and been in fires before, on the IT side and not like wrung each other's necks. Yeah. 
So, uh, oh, yeah. and he's very, he's very analytical. He's got an MBA. Um, he, he really helps run the finances and I'm more of a, more of an idea guy. I hate to say that, but <laughs> guy and, you know, coming up with a lot of recipes and helping run, run the brewery side. So it's been a good separation of duties. Um, and he, he's a, he's a great guy. Very even keel. I'm more, if you mess with me, I'm going to burn your village down. He's, <laughs> he's like, let's talk about this. You pr- probably shouldn't drop F-bombs to some of your employees. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Good cop, bad cop. Right? It yeah, is, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Hey, when did Wicked open up? Uh, we opened up in 2016 in July. Um, it's kind of up for debate how long we were actually were a, a company, but we we started talking about the business in like 2014. Okay. Um, and it took it took two years to get the the brewery up and going um, were you like brewing like massive amounts in your garage and you decided like let's let's like move up yeah dude so when we decided to kind of start looking into it we bought um and we still have the system a ruby alpha one it's like a one barrel um pilot system okay i was living in black creek at the time and i actually had like in middleburg if people don't know where that is yeah. it's like way away from here but or from our brewery. but i had like a a almost like a basement garage, which is weird for Florida. So I had like five keezers that I converted to like brewery um, fermentation vessels. So yeah. we would brew, you know, 30 barrels at a time, but we were brewing a week for like two to three years straight. And if a beer wasn't right, we were just dumping it. I lived like on a Creek. So we would dump it in the Creek. We were like, all right, the gravity <laughs> was like two points off, dump it. Those so fish we- were loving it. Yeah. Oh, and the man's nuts. I would dump my grain in it. I probably shouldn't be saying that. But we just do it over and over and over again to get our cores, um, kind of, kind of almost up to par to feel like we were comfortable to open up. Yeah. Now you said a word, Kiesel, or Keezers. Yeah, yeah. Like a, just like if you go to Lowe's or Home Depot and buy like a, like a chest freezer that you would put like. I don't know, like a dead body in or no just kidding like no you, you got us yeah go on yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, no, no we can we converted it by like kind of like extending the height thing like just a temperature probe in it so we could control we would take the temp probe to the outside of like the the carboy so it would turn on the keys or on the, the freezer uh based on if it was out of temp range um so we, we basically had those man and it, it was great um it, it was a fun time yeah a lot That's of people. awesome. <laughs> Brewmasters are so fucking smart, right? Man. Yeah, like, I could not. I, that's not even in my fucking realm nope. of possibilities. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm right and there that's with just you. Something he just like skips over, you know. Like I would we, be the taste tester. <laughs> we were chatting with uh, like our first one. We didn't really know who we had at the time because I live by the Mayport area in Jacksonville, and I I go to Rev a lot. And I was I had yeah, Rev on. Awesome. Dude's brilliant in the head. And then I had like Brock and Fish where he's like, a, he's a dentist and a chemist and a Navy guy. And then like, here you are. He's like, yeah, I'm an IT guy. And I'm like, what? There's a correlation with all you guys. Yeah. And like, I feel like you guys are just too smart. And you go, you guys are like, go down another adventure and just say, hey, let's brew some beer and see what happens. Man. <laughs> we need something I, am not, to I am not that smart. I can barely even make a cake. You're over here brewing up beers. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's the brilliant, uh, the brilliant mind behind putting the location where it is now? Cause I know Kevin and Chase, they haven't seen your place, and I've been there many, many times. Just yeah. pictures. And uh, having it like being able to have canoes, like kayak or boats, yeah. launch at, at your dock, and then walk up, dude. Chase, they have this massive backyard beer garden that's just connected to the river, dude. Gorgeous sunsets, uh, and then the inside, your 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 tap room is massive. What is it like two, yeah. three square uh, thousand square feet? Uh, like twenty twenty three hundred square feet. Yeah, uh, roof. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah so we, uh, biggest places. Yeah, we kind of stumbled into it. So we at first, back in the day, so to speak, we wanted to have like a warehouse type of setting, like everybody else did. Mm-hmm. We kept looking at locations that were basically like environmental waste zones. So they were like an old, like an old fueling station that we looked at that we couldn't just convert. We were going behind another brewery called Engine Fifteen that was looking to expand at the time, and we were actually looking at a bunch of properties they turned down, and I just. I thought to myself, man, you know, may, could we potentially build? Because we couldn't find something to convert to a brewery. And um, I just started doing commercial site searches and I found it. I'm like, holy crap, this thing is like on the water. Yeah, it's like in a neighborhood and at the end of Bay Meadows, not a lot of people know to go there. But um, 
Yeah, I no longer live in an area called Mandarin over there, but it's under it was underserved at the time. Tons of of young families, young young couples, and you know we found the property and it was like, holy crap! You know th this could be something that services like the the Mandarin area that everybody has to drive to downtown or the beach to go out. They have nothing, and plus you can get to it by boat. So Jacksonville Jacksonville is unique where. We have a great waterway system. We have great beaches, but there's not a lot of restaurants you can get to by boat. Like we have a freaking jail that's on the water, which is <laughs> that's insane, dude. Yeah, it's, so, it's it's a waste of space. I hate that. It makes me so mad about Jacksonville that like yeah. I'm not I'm not calling anybody out that's in prison right now, but like planner. you literally have a like a million dollar view of a lake right now. Like it just makes <laughs> yeah. no fucking sense. Yeah. So oh, we, yeah. we we stumbled into it, and um, you know, it took a lot of work to get it to work. Like we had to with the city council have them enact like new legislation to allow us to put a brew pub in a neighborhood setting. But we knew like, it, it's just, when you're opening up a new business, I always tell people like, don't just open a brewery because you like beer. You have to find that niche. You have to find something that's going to set you apart. And we knew being able to get to us by boat was just one of those like feathers. I mean, that's badass dude. Yeah. To say, yeah. Hey, we're different. Like, yeah, we love the other breweries in Jacksonville, but guess what? You can get to us by boat. You can hang out in a giant beer garden, yeah. listen to my live music. And that that's just, especially when you're new, having those like factors to pull people the in. The uniqueness. Yeah. It's yeah. Awesome, my dude. first time going to you, uh, we, we did a, a rental with kayaks and stuff. And it was like nice. one of the first years, it was like maybe 2017, maybe 2018. Uh -huh. I don't remember. But uh, we all, we all went canoe wise. Um, and that was cool as shit. It was, I mean, you guys were awesome. brand new. Um, oh man! I feel I like you, I, our service sucked, dude. It was funny you say that because I was telling the guys, I was like, I don't know how to say this, but my first visit, I was like, I'm not really in love with Wicked, and then it like, was, I came back and you guys changed the game. Like you guys did a 180. It was tough, man. So we, uh, you know, we knew the the brewery side, and I brought um, our executive chef, who I've known since I was 12, it was in Vegas, and I brought him back. But it was just a whole other animal trying to find folks in Jackson food industry that gave a shit. Yeah. Yeah. Struggled with that, man. And we were honestly, I was close maybe a month away from saying, shut the kitchen down. I'm going to put tanks all in the kitchen. Yeah. And in hindsight, I'm glad that didn't happen. I'm glad we turned it around, especially with what's going on with COVID. Yeah. Able to stay open because we have a restaurant. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad that that worked out. But yeah, we, we were well aware of like how awful, <laughs> you know, some of our service was and the reviews, like just, I know we're going to get into that in a little bit, but the reviews. Well, were just <laughs> well, that's the thing is I like, I, I can't stand there's two. I mean, the review we'll talk about it and haters going to hate, like that is one of my other pet peeves, but the other pet peeve is judging a brewery by food. Cause if you're yeah. going there and you're going there, not to say that food isn't important, but if you're going to a brewery but because of plus. the food alone, like yeah. it's a plus, it's like, yo, you're it's going to drink and it just pisses me off that you'll judge a brewery based off of that because i feel like any person that loves beer they're gonna just swipe through but it still hurts it's, your ratings you know exactly and it's yeah. all about ratings like if the unfortunately like i travel a d or i used to travel a decent amount before you know covid and if you go to a new town man the first thing you do is you pop in your phone show me craft breweries and yeah. mm -hmm. i'm gonna look at the top rated ones so yeah that well i mean with that being said though i mean you're just based off of pictures what i see that food nowadays is looking pretty fucking good. Oh, oh dude, without a doubt, like our, holy dude, crap! Our, our chef, our chef is throwing out some amazing food, man. Um, I can only eat it like every other month, dude, because for a while I would eat it every day, and I <laughs> forty pounds. Yeah. I'm like, like by all means, like to customers, if anyone's listening out there, please continue to eat it daily. But like, <laughs> I can't. But it's it's that type of comfort food that when I'm out, you know, going from bar to bar. Or brewery that's the type of food i want to eat because it's gonna keep me going oh absolutely oh, yeah, man yeah so uh something we always ask people is who who names your beers man because i'm seeing some of the names one in particular yeah, yeah, yeah. that uh i'm very curious who comes up with the names a lot of them are me um so <laughs> the spaghetti monster oh dude absolutely yes so i got caught <laughs> by uh god bless her our marketing director jen she's she's actually the the person that pulls the strings of the brewery she runs the play um but she's like i don't think this is a good to put out there i'm like nope, <laughs> we're doing it so i love it dude yeah so it's yeah, it's yeah, a frustration fun. so if you guys know what the spaghetti monster is it's like making fun of 
of uh, organized religion. Not, I'm not bashing anybody that's religious. <laughs> it's, it's not taking everything so seriously. And then also it's a, holy shit, I cannot name a beer. Every awesome beer name is already fucking. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, man, I'm sure. <laughs> so, you know, I started, started getting into the spaghetti monster thing, just laughing with a bunch of buddies. I'm like, what should we do? I can't find a name that's not taken. And they're like, what is it? Well, it's a cloudy pale ale. Well, let's call it cloudy with a chance of flying spaghetti monster. (laughs) (laughs) But a lot, a lot of names just kind of come from like pop culture, like old movies that I watched or shows that I watched growing up. And then also like punk music. Like I'm really big into, into punk music. Um, So I'm always just trying to, trying to kind of find an edge for, for that Avenue. I've uh I yeah dude I think maybe ten years ago the names were like awesome and now I have no idea how you guys oh. do it man like not awesome but like <laughs> being able to like not yeah, reuse creative. the same stuff yeah, like yeah. you'll look up I have looked up a few of your beers and then there are like you think there's no way in hell someone used this beer name sure yeah. enough someone out there used that beer name and it, and yeah you get and if it's been used and you didn't know about it like we do a pretty extensive search but if we miss something then you're definitely gonna get email saying hey cease and desist like come on man so how does that work is it the same like copyright like it is like if you named a company or is it a little bit different yeah so i'm no copyright lawyer by any means but like if you can you necessarily don't have to trademark every name but if you can show like that beer was in production or you sold it to a consumer at a certain date prior to when that competing brewery came out with that beer then technically you have a hold over that or a win over it, but you have to also defend claims. So if somebody comes to you and say that trait or that name, I show that I actually had it a year before you, if you don't respond to that or they don't respond to it, then that's technically you giving up that name. So it's really bigger breweries, man. They have, they have at least one person on staff that monitors stuff. So they, Jesus, for trademark infringement and then they'll, you know, send you nasty grams. It's so are we talking and I, I'm not saying they're doing it, but like we, we talking bigger breweries, like founder style, like level or, or stone does it all the time. Uh, stone. Okay. We'll call them out. I like it. All right. It's yeah. fucking stone. <laughs> really? I didn't yeah. expect stone. They didn't just, I don't know. Based just off of their design and brand. I just feel like they they're, they might be assholes, but not that kind of asshole. There's been a lot out there. Like I, I follow, um, like the worst beer blog on Instagram. Oh, yeah being called out on there for like going after really small breweries for the smallest name infringement so it's it's damn that sucks yeah so uh speaking of that and beer and all that kind of stuff do you guys actually have a style like would you would you label wicked a certain style of beer or do you aim for a certain style of beer it's tough because we're all over the map man like i'm a hop head but um we're all over the board dude like we we really focus on lagers Belgian styles. Um, we're now re- we're getting fairly into New England IPAs as well, but um, no, we're all across the board, man. Yeah. We really like, we. It's all about the water with us. Like we do reverse osmosis, so we we really focus on kind of crushable light beers. But it, if you would have talked to me in 2016, I would have said IPAs, West Coast IPAs, 100. Yeah. percent And like our Eradicator IPA is one of the beers we're known for. Yeah. Uh, it's a double IPA, but I mean, we really shoot and sours too. Our sour program is ridiculous. Yeah. You've updated the sour. So you guys started doing yeah. them a couple of years ago, right? I mean, when they yeah. probably a little bit before that, but, um, yeah. I think it was one of your sours. So my buddy, Andy, I, I talk about him all the time on this podcast. He lives right next to you, uh, right next to wicked. And he, um, he was like, try this sour. And I was like, dude, I tried it. It's just not for me. And then I tried, yeah. try one of yours. And it was something in between. It wasn't. It didn't feel like a strong sour that I'm yeah. drinking now. And so after that, I was sold. I was like, all right, I think I can deal with sours. With with kettle, we do some Britannomyces aging as well. But with like kettle sours, I like it to be a balance. Um, what makes like, it a kettle sour? Uh, you add uh, like basically lactobacillus like okay. Okay. type of thing. And it will drop the pH. Like typically when, you, when you're done brewing, your brew is going to be between like 4.8 and 5 pH before it goes in the tank. Well, it sits in the kettle overnight usually, and we add the lactobacillus, and it will drop it to, I don't know, after three days, it will drop to 3.2, which is kind of that, like, pucker factor, so to speak. Mm. Um, a lot of a lot of the times now, we're stopping it, like, after day one when it's at 3.6 still, 
And I like that because it's not like face melting sour. Uh, overpowering. Yeah, and then we'll blend it in the tank. A lot of our big batches will blend with like a fruit fruit puree. And so you'll get like that sweet and sour mixture. And I think it just, to me, and I'm, I'm generally not putting something on tap if I'm not going to drink it. So it, yeah. it's just kind of, I'm all about balance nowadays versus something that's insane. You killed the Cinnamon Toast Crunch beer, man. <laughs> so, yeah. What You're hesitating. You're like, yeah, about that. Yeah, no, yeah. You, yeah I, saw, I saw that question in your email. So, yeah, like the reason I did that is uh, back in the day, I used to be like really fat and uh, <laughs> not, not against anybody that's overweight, but um, one of my, like, one of my, uh, I don't know, I was calling my fat boy foods because I still eat it, but would be cinnamon toast crunch on top of vanilla ice cream. Ooh. Like brush it up and it's, and I don't know what I can say, but in college it was after like I smoked too much. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, and um, that was, I was always saying to myself, I really want to make a beer with cinnamon toast crunch. And we have, we have a brown ale called Briarwood, which um, it gets its roots from one of my dad's recipes. And um, we're like, man, this is kind of like a blank slate. It's not too, not too bitter. There's not too much roastiness to it. We're like, let's try to treat this with cinnamon toast crunch. And after we do, we're like, holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We just started releasing it. And actually the, we had a first kind of semi-official can release of it. And dude, our customers showed up, like, especially it was during, you know, still during this COVID mess. And um, we had like a line wrapped out the building, like down, that's awesome. Down Phillip, our Bay Meadows waiting to, and we sold so much that day. And, you know, it's just stuff like that is really helping keeping us afloat. But yeah. um, it's a it's a cool beer, and we're going to, we'll probably release it again, like, in the wintertime. Nice. Once it gets older out. I want to talk to you about uh, one thing that I've been seeing a lot of lately, just roaming around on the internet, Instagram, and whatnot. And it seems like you guys kind of took a hold of it, too, is these slushies. Oh, yeah. Like are those like those those must be pretty popular. So we, dude, we, I'm not trying to pull that car, but we were the first one in Jacksonville that did the. Uh, <laughs> That's I awesome. love it. <laughs> and um and again, like just going back to my dad, like he uh he was making meads and ciders back in the day, and uh, like maybe probably late '90s, early 2000s, and I didn't get into meads and ciders until maybe 2013, because to me that was like the the sexy untapped type of thing, you know, yeah. on a, you know, the territory I haven't conquered yet. And yeah. uh, when, when we started making memes, we were like, me and Tobin were just discussing this should be in a slushy machine. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> like we were making, we were making some, some meads at 15% and we we're like, we should make a slushy out of this. And it, I didn't realize they got like that. Oh yeah. And it was back when you would go to like, Holy shit. in like, Charleston was that place called like uh Fat Tuesdays. That yeah, has, yeah, like, yeah. All- yeah, yeah. And that just kind of it was just that idea of man, we should do this. So yeah. and that's just kind of taken off like uh my lead brewer Mason and and back to Jen. They have both I started doing it and um they just have come up with some crazy recipes that are just beyond what I could think of. Yeah. And- I saw one mango one on, oh, yeah. on your Instagram. Oh, Holy yeah. shit, that thing looked good, man. <laughs> yeah, they're dangerous. And it's, <laughs> and it's awesome, man. Like, what, love- 18%? They're definitely dangerous. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and we're, we've been doing some where we'll have, you know, like a, a 7 or 8% slushy, and then we'll pull um, mead that's been aged in barrels for like two years. That's like 18%. So we'll do like a shooter on top of your glass. Kind of like, that's awesome. That's a, that's a like fucking a brilliant idea, dude. <laughs> oh man. I'm getting tanked on that one. I thought I was going to hate too. it. I thought I was going to hate them and I was like, no, nah, I enjoy them. I can't, I can't yeah. do back to back, but I can definitely no. finish one for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you go back to back. You're starting to get a, a little too, too gone too bro, quick. Just yeah. keep eating the burgers, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, the pretzels. So before we jump into like Lonely Island and stuff, like name a few like a handful of beers you guys got over there. Like a couple that come to mind that you're like if you were in our in our shop, you should try these. Yeah, uh I'm not sure if you can see this is shameless blood blood drive. Yeah, I'm drink I'm drinking this right now, Blood Drive. It, it's one of my favorite beers, so it's looks damn good. It's an IPA that um is dry hopped just with fresh orange zest and then blood 
blood orange uh, puree. So typically with like an IPA, dry hop it with, you know, hop pellets or fresh, fresh hops. Um, but with this, it's, it's all zest. So a double batch, uh, we are, my brewers mainly are zesting eight boxes of oranges. They hate my guts for it. And then we'll take those, the orange zest and we'll actually sous vide it to uh, pasteurize, kill any potential bugs that are in that zest and then reset it with the puree for four hours. And then it sits on that for a week. And dude, there, some bitterness gets imparted from the zest. And then also the aroma, man, it's, it's a unique beer. A lot of people are trying to do blood orange IPAs and you can tell if it's like, if they're treating it with like an Amoretti or something fake, you can tell this, yeah. this is just, it's nuts. And it's like a gateway IPA <laughs> like pulls in that person that goes, Ooh, hops. No, yeah. come try this. And they'll say, Oh my God. Um, is it new? Like, have you had it before? No, it, it's, it's been out now for about a, uh, God, almost two years now. So it's okay, one of the okay. now that if it's not on tap, people get like ridiculously pissed off. <laughs> um, so we pretty much That's try awesome. our best to, to keep it on tap at all times. Um, is this the is this the first beer that you've uh, used sous vide before? Because I've never heard of that in like the <laughs> beer making process. Like I've only yeah, heard I mean, of that in food. It's probably the first one that we've done that with the zest, just because a lot of people when they add fresh zest, they'll add it at like five minutes left in the boil, so that kills any potential bugs. But that also zaps out like those amazing essential oils that are left oh. in, in the orange zest. And trust me, we've looked at like automatic like zesters and peelers. I was gonna say, man, the problem really with the peelers it. is it gets some of that white pith still. Yeah, yeah. And it's not the same. Like, dude, we've tried everything: oils, um, zest that comes to us like from Napa that's like packed in sugar, but nothing can replicate fresh zest yet. I'm still looking for it, and hopefully. Dude, I'll spend a couple grand if we can find a real automated zester that can do away with us having zest for a couple days in a row. Yeah. Um, but you can't. You really at this point you can't replicate it. Um, that's Just kind of, how are they doing that? Just with like a hand zester thing? Yeah, yeah. Like all of us Jesus usually will sit, Christ. and I'm, I'm saying us loosely. I don't really do it that. Way. <laughs> you know, everybody will basically the couple brewers will just zest, sit at a table in the kitchen or in the brewery or in the tap room when it's not busy. Yeah. listen to music have a beer just zest <laughs> just make a customer do it like every time they come in and be like hey you want one you have it for the month you you get one uh one one orange and then go from there yeah <laughs> give you two yeah. free beers just turn just it into like a, uh, an activity man like you guys always have cool activities there my idea was to do like a, yeah, like a customer share like hey come on in give you a if you zest, but I don't know, like everybody in management was like, mm, I don't know. Shut You're family down. friendly, man. Just have all the kids do it. You'd be like, hey, it's a really fun thing for the kids. Yeah. It might come to that at some point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Got any other beers uh, off the top of your head? Yeah, um, another beer I really love is called the Jeffrey. Um, it's a, uh, it's a double American stout. Um, back in the day we would, you know, one of, my partners, who's a silent partner now, um, his name's Brett. He, uh, his favorite beer was stouts and, um, specifically Yeti. So we tried to create, you know, a Yeti beer and we could never get it right. But Jeffrey has like eight different grains in it. Um, I have to stop you real quick. Cause I'm going to forget this if I don't tell yeah. it. Cause I, it's, it's awesome about it. He, they got a furry <laughs> wall at, uh, mm -hmm. at wicked like the Jeffrey from taking to the green. I was wondering if that where it came from. Yeah, that's where it came from. <laughs> That's, that's one of the awesome. best scenes in a comedy. It really is. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I, if I didn't, like, if you kept going, I would have forgot. I would have kicked myself later. Because I remember seeing that. And I think I took a picture and sent it to the guys. I was like, bro, check out this. And I looked over, and there it is on the wall, man. Yeah, my, <laughs> myself, my wife, and, and her parents, we, we made that one day, like, I don't know, three or four years ago before we opened. But. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. And so was that before or after the beer? Uh, that We made it before. So okay. we we made it when we were still piloting it at my house and we knew you know it's gonna be one of the beers we released um but it's a special beer because it's really hard to make and it's it it requires a double mash so there's so much grain in it we have to do two mashes so and what that means is like you'll you know a typical mash you'll you know have a mash rest of 60 minutes then you'll do a boil off of say 30 minutes then a sparge and a water 
we do that once and then we have to do it again because there's so much grain. So then we'll do another mash and then water that over the boil kettle and then join those together and then create our brew from that. Damn. Um, but it, if, if you're That's off so far over my head, oh. <laughs> well, if you're I mean. off at all, beer, like if your sugar ratio that gets extracted is, is not what you're expecting, the beer will be like a bitter bomb. Um, and it, it's it's not cool thankfully for the past i think two years we've never had an issue with it but it's uh it's not typically a beer i'm going to drink during the summer but when when that beer is done right man it's and a lot of people don't know about what it goes into yeah but when the beer is executed right it's um it, it means a lot to me that's awesome I, right yeah that's cool i never knew yeah. the, uh i didn't put the like the beer the jeffrey and that wall together until today so i yeah i'm, kick, I'm kicking my own ass at this point so <laughs> dude that's badass uh i feel like lonely island will give us another option or another opportunity for you to sure. give us another beer so let me hit the intro to that and uh we'll we'll play that all right i'm mr lonely All right, man. Um, if you were stranded on an island and you can only bring one beer from your brewery, what would it be? Well, there's a caveat here. Am I going to get rescued or am I there until I die? These are all great. <laughs> every time you guys always every, ask a good question, question that I get to go. Week. And, for and this they're one, all very valid. Yeah. And this one, I'm going to say you'll eventually get rescued, but it's going to be a long ass time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. So you're going to be miserable for a while. It's you and Wilson. Yeah. All right. So. Before I go into this, so I don't lose, well, this, both of these answers are going to lose major credibility, but there's here <laughs> right now called we're all blue inside. It's a blueberry ale. It's basically a new England IPA that we treat kind of almost the same process as, as blood dry, but without like, you know, you can't really zest a blueberry, but um, it's a beer that I would drink almost every day. But if I'm on an Island, just cause it's sweet, I'd get sick of it. So we have a beer right now called um, boat boat fuel that, um, that is a rice lager and just hang with me. So it is basically just beer, right? Okay. It is a simple, executed perfectly, just a light lager. And my thought is if I'm on an island for say years and years and years, I want something that I can drink 10 to 15 a day, not get sick <laughs> of and not get completely obliterated, right? So again, I'm a hot and I love IPAs, but I thought about this because I looked at these questions earlier, and I'm thinking if all I have is an IPA, I'm going to get sick of it. Hell yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And I know I will get bored of drinking a lager, but I would drink it still, non yeah. if that's all I had. So <laughs> I respect that answer because yeah. I, we've had a couple brewers uh, come on and say they'd bring a stout on, and I just can't understand no. it, bro. Stuck on an island? No. Bro, I, I'm not lying, man. A few times, and I'm like, I'm just like, yo, you have a better, like, situation going on, because I would be done after two beers. I'd be like, all right, what, what else can I drink? Yeah. Yeah, this beer is 4.2%. To me, like, all my friends are like, that's like Budweiser. I'm like, it's, it's better than Budweiser. But, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, dude, it's, I could drink 20 of them a day and kind of have a mild buzz. Nice. <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. And if I'm on an island, that's what I'm going to be drinking. Yep, 100%. All right, one beer excluding your own breweries. Pliny the Elder, Russian River. That was so quick. Yeah, yeah. dude, that is uh, Eradicator is is somewhat of a homage to that beer. Um, it's a double IPA that, it, I mean, in in a lot of circles, it's won like the beer of the year, like I don't know how many times in a row, but a lot of people don't think about it because it's kind of almost becoming a style as a West Coast, but it's it's executed perfectly every single damn year. It is an amazing beer. Um, and, and Vinny at Russian river is one of the main reasons outside of my dad that I got into brewing. Um, a lot of people don't know that he's, he's some, one of the main styles that he does outside of IPAs is also Belgian styles. So he was a main contributor to a, a beer or a book called brew like a monk. Okay. Um, so, it's taught. It actually taught me a lot about brewing Belgian styles. But. Say the say the name of the beer again. I missed it. Uh, Pliny the Elder. Pliny. The, oh, I've, I've heard of that. Yeah. I, think. I feel like this brewery's got brought up before a couple weeks ago. I could be wrong, but yeah, they're amazing, man. Um, 
definitely do, definitely look them up. They're in uh, Northern California. If you ever have an opportunity to go out that way, uh, Santa Rosa, and God, I forgot where their other brew pub is. They have a beer climbing younger that I've never had a chance to try. It's a IPA. Every single year, apparently, they pull in like $10 million in sales. Wow. Please. They do it all month long in February. They have lines wrapped around the building, down the street. For that beer? Yeah, people People a couple years ago were selling it on eBay for like $1,000 a 32 so they stopped allowing people to take like it to go. What the hell? Oh, so you have to drink it there? Too? Yeah, I think they allow everybody like three or four eight-ounce pours when you come in. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. Bro, that's super cool. Though. I just wish that's I had cool something story. like that on demand. Like someone yeah, like wanted that like out of me. Yeah. Like that's sick, right? <laughs> I know. I know. I, it kind of knocks you down a peg. Like we, you know, with us at Wicked Barley, we, we think we're doing good. But like looking at what they're doing, it gives them that kind of uh, brass ring to reach for. So, yeah. so it's cool to see that. Well, they started way ahead of you. When did they open up? Oh, God. I don't know. They've probably been open 20 years ahead yeah. of us. Yeah, 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 yeah. Same thing like Sierra. Like uh, Sierra Nevada, I took uh, took my family and kids to uh, Sierra or to Asheville in February, I think. And we just lucked out. We went there on a Tuesday and there was nobody there. Nobody. And I'm just sitting around looking around. I'm like, dude, this is ridiculous. Like, <laughs> you know, smudging my nose. And my wife's like, they've been open like 38 years. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> I'd be doing the same thing as you, though, man. Oh, yeah. I, I love Sierra Nevada. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> all right, boys. Uh, let's get into this bad review real quick. It's not even a bad review. It's like three stars. It's really hard. I, I complain every time. This this takes longer to prep this one segment going through thousands of reviews to finally find oh, yeah. a bad one. Um, People are too nice. Is that what you're saying? Uh, I just think that they have a good joint. I think most of the breweries that we've had on, they've had good stuff, and it's hard to find someone complaining. Like I don't know who said it once to me, but they're like, if you're complaining and you're at a brewery, that means you're probably not drunk or you're just an asshole. Like, yeah, it doesn't, or both. Or it both. can be both. Karen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. uh, let's hit it. <laughs> Hater's gonna hate. And Aner's gonna hate. That is not an actual thing people say. This is what you do to haters. <laughs> you just smile. All right. Um, that is uh, what you do to haters, by the way. For sure. <laughs> so, yeah, this is the bad review that I found on Yelp. Give you three stars. I went through Untapped, man. Couldn't find shit. So, good for you. Um, that was You're awesome. Kind, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I spent about 20... 30 minutes just just swiping like all right what jason's on. saying is he actually created an account and gave you this review <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no nah, this guy this lady uh spelled heavenwisen uh correct and i would have butchered that for sure. <laughs> never mind yeah, yeah, yeah. i stand corrected jason would have never spelled that correctly uh so i'll read the first sentence the rest of the stuff just said your your appetizers were delicious the chicken was kind of dry so i give it like a eh. so i don't give a shit about the food what bothers me about this one is the sense. Nice variety of beer and meads, but did not have Heffenweizen or liquor. <laughs> That's what bothers me. When I read you don't you she was upset they don't have a liquor. You give you three stars <laughs> yeah. to a brewery because they don't have liquor. So Oh dude, we get that we get that all the time where people are like, You don't have liquor? No. Like <laughs> have you seen the name when you walked in the door? Like this is a brewery. Yeah. We have, you know, a on a heavy online presence. Like, did you do any quick research to see <laughs> we could have pushed you towards something that almost tasted like liquor if you would have given it a chance. Yeah, right. The Hefeweizen thing, like we release we're actually gonna brew our Hefeweizen, I think, next week. We we release it during the winter. So it's yeah. not, a, it's not a... <laughs> Don't give in to Karen now. Come on. <laughs> no, no, so look, <laughs> I'll just tease. So I'll just tease. Yeah. If we really want to get into this. So <laughs> <laughs> Yelpers, to me, Absolutely. the majority of them are scum of the earth, just to put it this way. <laughs> so you get more respect from me if, and sometimes we'll email, you know, info at Wicked Barley and say, hey, look, guys, tonight, like this, this, and this happened. And they yeah. just say, I wanted to let you know. Like we'll go out of our way to like make it right, and they're nine times out of ten they're not asking for anything, but we'll we'll be like, dude, we'll give you a hundred dollars or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah, you're right, and thank you for the feedback. And it's frustrating because when a customer comes in that's not having a good time, we we go out of our way when they're on site, but then there's also that customer that just will say nothing 
at all. Nothing. And just and fuel it inside and yeah. then use these things right here. Right. Like, it takes a lot for me to, like, say something at a restaurant, right? Like, I'll normally yeah. be like, yeah, they're having an off night. And I'm not going to go home and write about it. But if it's bad enough, I'll be like, look, like, that's really bad. Like, I'm not going to I'm not gonna yelp about you. I just want to tell you. Yeah, that's the only way you can get better. Yeah. Well, yeah, and there's a difference between feedback and being a dick. Right. Yeah, so. But, mm -hmm. dude, just tell us in person. Yeah. We will do whatever it takes to put a smile on your face versus just going – behind our backs but like as much as i hate yelp and un untapped um i look at like i look at trends right so every night because i'm a loathsome person i'll look at like reviews about us pretty much every night and if i see like ongoing trends for the week that's when i'm like reaching out to my gm and saying hey man like you know what's up yeah like i see three reviews for Susie. you know that she <laughs> at her table and you know was out back smoking and didn't come oh. you know, ask them if they want a beer so as much as i can't stand these things we do somewhat use it to our benefit to uh to make things better but I, all in all you know and going to untapped like whatever happened to going to a brewery and trying the beer and just be like you know what that beer is not for me yeah i'm gonna try no. something else on their list and you know what really digging it let's go somewhere else versus saying oh this beer is like i'm yeah, one star on untapped like you're basically just like shitting on that person's livelihood it, it, it it's gotten to the point where like we have security cameras and again like I, I love our customers and a lot of our reviews are great but it's crazy how we are as a society now man like i will look in at our security cameras sometimes and the people at the bar are just on their phones. That's it. Yeah. Jesus. Maybe yeah. 60 to 70% of them are rating or checking in on a tap. <laughs> what happened to going to a bar and like being social? Yeah. Yeah. Like talking to your bartender, talking, like trying to meet new people at a bar. It's just, it's crazy, man. Um, Do you think it's getting at all a little bit better since like everyone was trapped in their house for three months? Have you seen anything get a little bit better right now? I was curious. I do. That. Like, I think, I think, um, I definitely have seen less awful reviews because customers are just so happy we're open right now. Yeah, yeah. true. Uh, happy to be out. But, you know, it, it, again, as much as I hate these things, and you, think about it this way. You, you, you've, you've spent a long time planning a business. You basically put your entire life savings and your family on the line to open this business. For the first, like, talking about the restaurant, for the first, like, six months, we were we were screwed. Like we had no idea what we're doing, but I took it so personally. Like every night I look at reviews and I almost got to the point of like trying to threaten somebody like, come up here. Like, I'm going to meet you. And then I had to say, you know what? We, we yeah, turned we the do, reviews man. off on Facebook and we like have a policy now. We're like, we're not responding to reviews. We're just yeah. not yeah. like good or bad. We're not responding. Like I think a couple good reviews we respond to, but it's like, it does no good to be it's that. It's not worth it, man. That responds and says, "You suck back, man." Like, I'm, <laughs> like it yeah. does. It does no good. And um, I would actually, I would actually love to see you say, "You <laughs> suck back." <laughs> it, it took. It took me about. It took me about a year to like move past that to not like, get, you know, physically angry at home on my phone. Well, and I, I don't think people think about the person behind the business. Man. They don't. I really don't. Like you said, you know, you put your family yeah. and everything on the line, man. And they don't, they, they don't think about that, man. And I think, yeah. I think at least to some people, if they did actually sit there for just a minute and think about, like, they're talking to an actual person. They're not talking to some, like, you know, we're not talking to Jeff Bozes of Amazon, man, where yeah. one bad review, who gives <laughs> That's a right. shit? This is an actual person, but... I think it's I think it's everybody who's never served in their life if they've never been in the yeah, service industry. 100%. I swear to God, none of those people are servers. Uh, I yeah. forgot where I saw, but somebody recently, God, I forgot who it was. They said everybody should be required to do a tour of duty in the restaurant industry. Yeah, makes yep. a big difference, man. Yeah, yep. it will treat or or make you have empathy. I think it would draw. I would love to come out with some. I'm sure Google can track these re reviews and see how many of these assholes that are just dropping like just one stars and just doing that all the time, and how many of them actually have worked at a restaurant. 
I bet you. I bet yeah. you it's like one percent. Like yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. And if they did, they worked there for like a day. Yeah, yeah. I agree. <laughs> they got couldn't fired. Handle, they couldn't handle yeah, it. Yeah, couldn't handle it. Yeah, yeah. Like I, agree. I, I hate restaurants now. Somebody said the <laughs> f word to them yeah. and they left. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um. All right. Let's uh, play some drinking buddies. Sure. Hold it now. Hold it now. Time to get drunk with my drinking buddies. Drinking buddies. All right, man. This is pretty easy. Three drinking games, one dr- uh, different partner for each. Uh, first one's going to be celebrity beer pong. Which celebrity would be your partner? Charlie Day. I like love it. Love it. <laughs> yes. Are you a big It's Always Sunny fan? People, yeah. Oh, I love Always Sunny. I love it, dude. But before I had my mustache and when I was skinnier, people used to say I kind of looked like him back in the day. So Charlie I Day. I can see it a little bit. I can yeah, see it a little bit. Too. <laughs> Yo, that's epic. That's, that's a first. A that's, that's a great, first. Dude. That's a first. That is great. That might be my favorite TV show of all time. So. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> all right, uh, athlete chug off. Which athlete could you beat? Wade Boggs. <laughs> no, oh, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it, bro. Not that's another always sunny reference, basically. Yeah, yeah. bro. <laughs> what do you say, boss hog? <laughs> I can I can chug a beer faster than any human being on the face of the planet now i gotta see it i guarantee that i gotta see it man. <laughs> holy shit I see it. now uh, this is, bro we need to get a bracket going yeah because like i mean people, we've had we people have so many breweries like yeah. a few are like i don't chug but i know i want there's an employee that chugs or something like that but i would love to get like a massive like 32 like brewery bracket on a chug off man i know no, I, win. Win. Yeah. I, I, win. I know when we had a I love, I love the confidence bro i love it so much <laughs> yeah. we had tlh beer society on a couple months ago and they talked about how a couple breweries here in Tallahassee, that's where I live. um, They kind of have like a, like a feud of like chug off. So you got to get on that, man. We got to, we got to see you, uh, it's um, your hat in the ring. It's been a few years because I'm getting older, but I've been chatting <laughs> times and I, I've never lost. So never I want to see it, man. You got the, the throat open skill. Is that what it is? It's just one gulp down. Yep. <laughs> that's how you get it, man. Like it's just shoot it back. If you got that skill, it just, it's done. It's just I like, think the problem, the, it, the problem and the skill, I, I don't know if I should say this, but I probably <laughs> like 13 or 14. And every time we would drink, it was always a competition. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Like I, oh yeah. So that's yeah. still it pretty much instilled with me. Like I'll go out now with a friend that doesn't drink as much and we'll sit down at the bar and within like a minute, my beer is gone. They're like, Dude, <laughs> so I'm like, I know I can't help myself. He's like, it's a Tuesday night and we're at Applebee's, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> Two for one, baby. Yeah. Yeah, right. All right. Uh, fictional character cornhole. It could be movie, book, cartoon, show, whatever. Uh, who is your partner? God. Fictional cartoon character. Who would be my partner? Oh, any character. It doesn't have to be cartoon. Um, gosh, what's, uh, I don't know, man. I'm kind of spacing on this one. It could be TV, movie, book. Um, what's a really tall character? Because <laughs> tall character would be able to lean and shoot it in. I don't know. Andre the Giant? Yeah. There, there you go. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I like it. I like that's the one that stumped you on that one. You can have anybody. You're like, ah, but athlete, you had that one ready. Celebrity, oh that one ready. That was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> He's been wanting to go head up against Wade Box right. for yeah. years. Yeah. I'm, I'm hunting him down one of these days. Right. He's going to beat you, and then he's going to heat a, old ch- a whole chicken right in front of you. So. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That's awesome. All right. Let's wrap it up with some beer trivia, and we'll call it a night. All right. Trivia. All right. Uh, according to facts.net, China consumes the most beer as a whole. How much beer a year do they consume? Is it 46 billion liters, Jesus. 956 million liters, 12 billion liters, or 3 billion liters? That's so many widely different numbers. Yeah, it's liters too, and I hate it. What's up? Yeah, I also don't know what a liter is, three but it wouldn't matter. Liters. 3 billion? You're going 3 billion? 3 billion. Okay. Yeah. Gavin, what do you got, man? I'm going to go 12. I'm going 12. 12 billion? 12 billion. Okay, so that leaves really low. Really low. It's still 956 million. Yeah, or really high. I'm going to I'm gonna go with the low end, man. Let's go with the nine. What is it? 956. 
six. Nine, okay. I like how we say low nine hundred and fifty six million liters. Hey man, relative. Uh, China drinks twice as much of the as the USA. Obviously, Jesus. well, they have a huge population yeah. too. So you yeah, but the USA in. likes to drink, man. Um, and all of you guys are wrong. It was forty six billion liters <laughs> a year. Holy, Holy crap! Ooh. That's your new market, bro. Like, start marketing yeah, in China, right? bro. <laughs> we buy all nobody's, our looking, from nobody's looking for liquor in China. That's for funny. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I saw that. I was like, did I use that? And then I saw the number, and I was like, no, nope, I've never Holy used that one. I would have remembered billions of liters. Yeah. That's, a, wow. that's pretty crazy. But yeah, there's your little fun fact, man. Um, I use that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is usually the time that uh, I give the mic to you, man. Let everyone know where you can find Wicked Brewery, social media, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. You can find us on uh, wickedbarley.com. We're also on Instagram and Facebook. Um, most up-to-date info you can get, obviously, is Instagram and Facebook. Um, or on Twitter, too. Nice. I'm an old man. I don't really go on Twitter that much, but kind of Instagram now. Twitter's good for injuries during the NFL season. That's what it's good for. <laughs> it, it is. Yeah, yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. It um, is. And making fun of everybody. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's where you can find us. Uh, stay up to date. Our next event is uh, uh, we're going to do a three-day-long Oktoberfest, which is going to be really fun. Nice. Oh, awesome. Yeah, we were, we did a double batch of our Oktoberfest. We've loggered it for, God, almost two, almost three months now. And we're going to do sort of a mini tap takeover with just a crazy amount of German style beers. Um, we're gonna do one that's kind of like a dead style called a Kotbooser, which is like a, a German wheat, which is not a lot of people know about. It's brewed with molasses and honey. Okay. You did say cot, not cock, right? <laughs> You're right. Yep. Some people think, here, to be honest, think you know. that. Yeah. But no, it's gonna be fun. So it's gonna be three days. Obviously, it's not gonna be like a normal crazy setting just due to what we have to deal with with social distancing and all. Yeah. But it's three days. It's gonna be fun. A lot of new beers released. Um, it should be should be a good time. Badass, man. Dude, you were yeah. a blast, bro. I appreciate you coming yeah, on, man. Love that was it. a good time. Love it. Nah, I appreciate you guys. Anytime you want me back, man, let me know. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, but yeah, everybody, if uh, you didn't catch that, just go to our website, too. We'll have you tagged on our site as well if they want to learn more information and stuff like that, man. But uh, I appreciate you jumping on, dude. It honestly was a fucking blast. Yeah, thanks awesome. for coming on, man. I appreciate it, man. Awesome. Appreciate it. Talk uh, to you guys yeah. soon. Cheers. Cheers.